Boom. From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. A New York City cabbie, a packy taxi driver, was beaten mercilessly by scooter-riding guys in Midtown. 60-year-old cabbie Avzal Butt was cleaning his cab after a separate group of scooter dickweeds had thrown messy food at him and into his cab as he snaked through Midtown. When cab pulled over to clean his butt, scooter menaces, bent out of shape, claimed he almost hit them. As Butt tells it, they were walking by and saying that I was going to run over them. I was just trying to clean my car. Then this lady and this boy started breaking my side window. She broke it. And they started assaulting me, he said, adding that three more people joined in. They were all hitting me and kicking me everywhere on my body, my butt. Face said. <laughs> it always ends in the butt. To recap, a guy is working, driving a cab, snaking through Midtown. Scooter dicks are out in force to clarify dicks on scooters. <laughs> One stops next to him and he hits his car. He pulls up to avoid. They pull up again. He rolls down his window. Butt says, what happened? Why are you hitting my car? They threw all their food inside my car. Everything was littered, gravy on my shirt, and my eyes. He pulls over 6th Avenue and West 34th Street to clean the gravy out of his eyes. Now, the second group of dicks on scooters confront him, saying, Hey, what's the big idea? You almost hit us with your car. We were riding here, see? What's the matter? Can't you? See? <laughs> Why I oughta. In disturbing video footage. Uh, well, we'll talk about that in one moment. But first, we must welcome my uh, co-host, Douglas Nelson. Hey, Douglas. Hey, Pat. What do you think about all this violence that happens when people are on scooters? Well, I think they need to get rid of the scooters. There's just been too much trouble with them, and uh, they got to go. Yeah. And, and you know, I know a lot of people go, oh, yeah, that's the problem, the scooters. But, you know. <laughs> well, they're always they were, there. If they were on foot, it might be a different deal, you know. And yeah. that's, that's one thing. And, and another thing is, that, you know, they, they all, of course, can make a quick getaway on the scooters. But the scooters are mm. also usually not registered, I think. Uh, they're often owned by people who are, you know, of dubious uh, nationality. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Illegals. And there's tons of them <laughs> in New York City. It's a, As we know, it is a sanctimony city. And the sanctimony cities, they are, you know, you don't hear that term so much anymore now that Mayor Adams is like, Fuck this. Uh, <laughs> we don't want any. It's really shitty that you send them up here. <laughs> <laughs> if only I could have seen this coming. I if know. only I would have known that this could be the deal. If only if we would have only known that years of messaging, talking about our open arms and everything, would, <laughs> yeah. would somehow go wrong. Well, you know, they opened up that border and boom, now you have a big time problem. Three thousand, I believe, just in the last month. It seems like uh, it, it, it's they're waiting outside the Roosevelt, Roosevelt Hotel trying to get their rooms. You know, they still put them in hotel rooms just like they, they did the homeless. And they, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like, Jesus Christ. So now they're Christ. homeless again. Now, yeah, they're, yeah, exactly. They're homeless <laughs> waiting for a home for the homeless. It's just they, they don't have the resources. No shit. <laughs> of course, they're just trying to bankrupt the welfare system and uh, completely you know, have to take it over and, and rebuild the whole thing in their own image. And you know what? New York City always 
ever a leader in this type of shit mm. in, in, in the big transition over into whatever this next form of government is going to be. I'm not really into the government part of it. I'm talking about New York City crime, but it does affect things because here we have it. The uh, direct effects of politics on crime on, you know, look, Mayor Adams got his hands full, you know, with with all these other problems. However, he's still <laughs> going around talking about what a great fucking job he's doing and like how come he's not getting more credit. It's the weirdest thing. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. Now, in disturbing video footage, the best kind of video footage is the disturbing kind, especially if you're not already disturbed, but you're open to it. Now we see women three and men two punching the packy cabbie, hitting him with a shoe as he falls to the ground. A woman repeatedly kicks him as butt cowers, covering his face. Not his butt. (laughs) My eye socket was swollen. I was dizzy and lightheaded. Butt said, there's so much pain in my neck. I still can't move my neck, my arms, my knees, my hips. I'm not doing the accent, by the way. So, you know. Yeah, this is just the details. My chest felt like I was getting pressure on my chest. So much pain. It probably was. I I bet it was. For butt, swollen eye socket, pain in neck, arms, knees, hips, pressure chest. While these injuries inflicted because, according to these wild assholes... This gravy-eyed taxi driver butt nearly hit them with his cab. I mean, think well, of Well, they threw food at him. He probably, it was gravy in his eyes. Separate group. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. Yeah. There was one group that threw the gravy in his eyes, and then he's like, I got to pull over. And then and there's other people like, you almost hit us. And then they beat the shit out of him. So you two groups of scooter assholes, scooter assholes, scooter dick and leads. It's the, 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 yeah, and the common variable is the scooter. So see, eliminate scooters. Yeah, this doesn't happen. Who would have thought? It's like we're in a fuck like quadrophenia or something. You know what I mean? Like, we're, are we in the '60s <laughs> in England or some shit? So that's the mods and the rockers. Yeah, on the scooters. <laughs> On the scooters. I mean, come on, it's ridiculous. I find it to be. Ridiculous. I mean, scooters is not it's not a tough fucking. But, you know, they another thing they do is they ride by people. They grab the chains right off their neck. And yank. Jeez. As they're driving, you know, and it's that's a crime that they do. They Sometimes they go around just stealing gold off people. <coughs> whether it's a necklace or what. Even teeth. Well, that's next. <laughs> that might take a little that's, while. That's next. Yeah. <laughs> Considering this dreadful outcome, though, I'm thinking, you know, in the future, but this guy might consider being a little more deliberate while driving his car and actually hit them. <laughs> you but, then again, but I mean, uh, we know how that goes. Oh, my God. It would be the biggest hate crime that ever happened. I just <laughs> ran over these people. <laughs> And we would have to learn about how Pakistanis are white supremacists adjacent. Well, I mean, he's been here more than a few years. He's clearly legal. There you go. So, hey, man, you're playing the man's game. 35-year-old Howard Coley and 51-year-old Natalie Morgan were arrested. So this is uh, Howard Coley and Natalie Morgan. They were both issued disappearance tickets. And uh, released back into the wild. I say disappearance Supposed to be desk appearance tickets, but they... They they just poofed. Disappearance tickets. A colleague's charged (laughs) with misdemeanor assault for punching the cabbie in the face. Morgan is charged with criminal mischief for fucking up butt side mirror. (laughs) 
The suspects had <laughs> zero or no serious criminal history, and that supposedly factor, according to the Post, is the reason they were let out without bail. However, the paper mm. is the, the post here is just going out of its way to mention that the suspects had no criminal history because it's not relevant. Even if the suspects were put through the court system, they wouldn't have gotten bail because nearly all misdemeanors are not eligible for bail. Even yeah. with recent revisions, the suspects uh, they wouldn't have been given bail because they have no serious criminal past. It says, but the, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They were not going to. It's just like I, they just had to work that in, you know, like as if that looked good for them or something. It doesn't. <laughs> no, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Nearly well, all misdemeanors are not eligible for bail. I assume that includes shit like criminal mischief and assault. Yeah, it was. Just, yeah. Once you describe it like that, you really it's just don't even bother. Yeah. I mean, really great. Uh, you know, well, gravy in the eyes to me should be a fucking felony if a guy's driving. Yeah, he's driving a car. They blinded him with gravy. They blinded uh, him with gravy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> if you're angry, uh, according to this police source, he says, be angry with the criminal justice reforms. No criminal history and a misdemeanor. You have to issue disappearance tickets. <laughs> but was outraged by this. See, this is not day one of the story. This is mm. this is one of those follow up stories where they're like, hey, but, you know, they're not going to jail or nothing. Anything to say? Well, you better believe he had some shit to say. He said, if they're not going to put them behind bars, this is a horrible system. I, OK, let's go ahead and say it's a horrible system. Then, according to you, <laughs> the cabbie, the cabbie fumed, as he said that uh, he immigrated from the uh, U to the U.S. from Pakistan. He's been driving a taxi since 2004. Wow. Yeah, he says, I am hopeless and helpless with this system. Man, that is a quote that I would say <laughs> epitomizes the feelings or you know, what of of many, many people who live in the city. Well, yeah. But I mean, he's been there since two thousand four. I mean I mean, granted he's had this brutal beating and everything. I'm sure it's very shocking for him. But still, did you're just now realizing this? I mean, uh Well, he's know. probably realizing it with a new clarity. Yeah, I, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Once you spend three hours cleaning out your cab of all that messy food. <laughs> Damn, food gravy you know? with your swollen eyes shut. Yeah, and you're already beat to shit anyways. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 absolutely uh, going to really focus you on this this problem of crime. I mean, the well, guy, Mr. Butt, you need to look to get out of New York City. Well, shit has definitely changed since 2004. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah, that, lot, yeah. You know? I mean, like, when but I mean, it here, was this progression as you went, you know. And then by the time there's bail reform, well, <laughs> well, the, yeah, that that was late yeah. in the game. That was yeah, that was yeah. one of the crowning achievements, you know. But it was like, okay, uh, everything was fine. You know, I got here in two thousand. I got there in two thousand six, and I was great. And it was like, man, this is. I never felt safer than walking around the streets of Manhattan. It's, you know, everything's pretty good. And the murders still came down some. I think they went to their all-time low in maybe 2012 or something like that. I don't know. Bloomberg yeah. was the mayor. He actually cared about things like crime. He let the commissioner do his job. And that was that. But, you know, then, then we got a mayor who <laughs> felt differently about shit. Yeah, and he, he sure did. Doing a lot of race baiting, you know, just a lot of it. You know, like, I know that you're going to want to naturally protest this thing. Don't hold a press conference and tell them they want to protest. The fuck is wrong with you? I just hope you do it safely. 
<laughs> wow, man. I mean, like, he, he really dangled it out there. Uh, yeah. Bunch said the city is going to hell in a handbasket regarding crime. Now, this is the quote right here. He said, send the mayor the video and tell him die with the shame. Oh, now that's, he shouldn't have said it like that. See, that could be construed as a death threat against the mayor. Well, maybe it could, except that we all know, and I hasten to clarify that Mayor Eric Adams is in no danger of dying of shame. Uh, mayor of New York City, <laughs> Eric Adams, is 100% safe from that. If you could somehow reach the four corners of the world into the hearts and minds of everyone who regrets cheating on their spouse, uh, you know, every defrocked minister who can't forget his misdeeds and every child who just got caught like shoplifting or whatever, every 12-year-old boy whose mother just walked in while he was jacking it, and every man mm. on his deathbed who mistreated his already departed wife and realizes the utter selfishness that lurked around the edges of his character, and every son who didn't visit his dad hardly at all as he laid there in the hospital, even though he really could have made it work, and then every son who still doesn't visit the man's grave. You know, people everywhere are ashamed. Mm -hmm. They really are. I mean, for all the reasons that there are to be ashamed. And if you could somehow rake up all that sludge, backing up in the clogged drains of every silently guilty heart, overflowing and poisoning the blood that it pumps through the body, aging everybody from the inside out, tarnishing minds and methodically gorging on health, right? Like an insatiable Pac-Man and <laughs> dragging mortal souls down like, like a living millstone that just keeps uh, growing. It's absurd. <laughs> Daily more ungainly, right? An impossible burden. That's what I'm saying. That we can we can't carry it or pull it or really fully put it down. If you could soak up every ounce of shame in the known universe, along with every shameful word, thought, and deed since the dawn of man, and <laughs> wring that shameful sponge into an immense bucket, imagine it to look like a big bucket of turds and shit water. Yeah. The size of Lake Superior. You know, it, it, you can't even see land from inside the bucket. But if you dropped Eric Adams into that goop, he'd be fine. The goop would be repelled by him. He yeah, is, and he's, he still gets no credit for the job he's doing. He's the slickest, hard-shelled, water-bug motherfucker. I mean, this <laughs> that hypothetical turd stew wouldn't be able to sink in on him. I mean, like, if this butt cabbie thinks for one minute <laughs> that this little scooter beating is going to phase the swag master... <laughs> Eric Adams, he doesn't he doesn't give a shit who you are, okay? He doesn't he, he doesn't he, he's never heard of Absol Butt. We have. <laughs> he's got more yeah. important shit to concern himself with, you know, other than packy cabbies and scooter dicks. Welcome to the world of you don't matter, Absol Butt. How do you like it? Want some gravy on those eyes? <laughs> Here's gravy in your eye. Or yeah, Mr. Bud. It's not me talking either. You know? Right. I don't think I don't think I don't think any good person should be punched, you know. But I mean, if you want the mayor to set this uh to see this video and die with the shame, he's immune. Uh you know, he was asked a question not too long ago about uh oh what it was a passionate like tenants rights activist, right, who wanted to know why rents were going up in the city mm. but remaining 
fairly stable in Nassau County. And uh, I'm going to, I'll just, I'll play the response here. I, I figure like, hey, we got a minute here. Why not? It's been a little while since we've talked. <laughs> a little too long. So, uh, yeah, here, here's how that exchange went. It's a little loud, a little bit uh, fuzzy. Okay, first. first, if you're going to ask a question, don't point at me and don't do, be disrespectful to me. I'm the mayor of this city and treat me with the respect I would I deserve to be treated. I'm speaking to you as an adult. Don't stand in front like you treated someone that's on the plantation that you own. Give me the respect I deserve and engage in a conversation. Up here in Washington Heights, treat me with the same level of respect I treat you. So don't be pointing at me. Don't be disrespectful to me. Speak with me as an adult because I'm a grown man. I walked into this room as a grown man, and I'm going to walk out of this room as a grown man. I answered your question. Go to the I'm going to go so, to the bathroom all by myself. <laughs> so the question was, how do you... Uh, you want to be addressed and spoken to is yes. that the, is that was that the question because yeah. otherwise i don't see how any of that answered any question this man would have asked and even if that was it was a, yeah this feet this old lady i mean an old 80 something year old lady and she pointed i mean look this woman came out to this thing this event yeah uh, you know i forget what it's called uh but you know it was some you know meet the people answer questions bullshit, right right you know? and so like she's like how come you, you know, apparently he's siding with these landlords, you know, and not taking care of tenants in her mind, whatever. I don't really have a position yeah, yeah, on yeah. that. I'm just saying, <laughs> answer the fucking question. He invoked the plantation. Yeah, the plantation, which is ironic. He's siding with the landlord. <laughs> come to think of it. <laughs> well, it's a Good different catch, matter, yeah. but still. <laughs> But, here, I mean, here I but thought, yeah, I mean, that is just like, okay, he's got nothing. You I know thought, you're a failure when you're, but I'm the black man in the room. Well, I mean, it's right. just like, hey, dude, you know. <laughs> and what part of public servant do you not understand? <laughs> I get it. You're the mayor. I mean, like, talk to me like a girl. I thought New Yorkers were supposed to be tough and smart and capable and straightforward. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Sometimes even rude and gruff, but they're going to tell you what's on their mind and they fight for themselves and they get their point across. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. I know politicians are notoriously slick. And in New York City, you might find some of the slickest. You know, I mean, they get money and well, they used and power to be. and all that stuff. They get all that because they're good at avoiding tough questions. That's how yeah. they get money and support and power. They right. don't answer questions. This is a skill that he has. You know, and their failure and success depends on that skill. But but then there's Mayor Adams. The woman is working for New Yorkers, you know, poor ones, and she's 84. And, and, and she's also a molecular biologist, by the way. Her name's Jeannie Dub Dubna, whose Jewish family had fled Europe during the Holocaust. Mm. She said that rent increases were a disaster for seniors. And she believes that the mayor attacked her because he did not have a strong defense for allowing... <laughs> Allowing it to happen, them to happen. That right, you know, rightly, uh, it's understood as a deflection. She accused him of being controlled by the fucking real estate industry. I don't know. I don't necessarily know the TikTok of the whole issue, but it doesn't matter. This woman has asked a question. She's eighty four. She showed up and cares, and she's pointing. Okay, so she pointed. <laughs> oh, at she you. pointed. So oh, what? Yeah. So you're the fucking. I'm a grown mayor. man. Are you? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, you don't seem like one all of a sudden. You whine about that? 
And then you're going to lecture this Jewish woman whose family were Holocaust survivors yeah. <laughs> about the experience of the plantation. You're 300 years old, are you, Mayor Adams? Wow. I mean, it's like... <laughs> Is that what the plantation was like? People would point at you sometimes? <laughs> That's sounds what it rough. was all that they pointed at them. Wow, that sounds rough. That encapsulates the entire slavery experience. They were pointed at. I, You know what? <laughs> The mayors back then who were black, they really, you know, the the the, sla- the the mayors who were slaves, you know, I mean, there were even the mayors, black mayors were slaves. I mean, just like he deflected. Yeah, it's but because, like, you know, yeah, she, he just admitted I'm a piece of shit. I yeah. got nothing. It's going to be bad because I'm not going to do my job. Yeah. The end. But seriously, I mean, Look at how it points the finger back at her. You've equated her to like a a hopeless slave owning racist, you know, and you don't know nothing about her except this moment. You know, you're you're acting like you're on the plantation that to me, this question, I mean, if you get really you got to get I'm trying to cut him some kind of slack and say, look, if you're it's a real tough question. You really got nothing. You I didn't know, do my homework. Pull the shoot. Go for it. You know, but dude, yeah. this is pathetic. And that's yeah, that's true. You know, it's like like we're talking about slick politicians who are really good at uh, avoiding questions and were able to bullshit their way out of it. That's that's all gone. You know, it's like if you're going to lie to me, God damn it, make an effort. It would be and nice. They, and they just can't. He'd rather just throw up a force field. I mean, yeah, uh, like it's it's a ridiculous response. The mayor of New York, uh, America's largest city, world's loneliest town. Don't stand there <laughs> like you're treating someone that's on the plantation that you own. Fuck. Okay, yeah. so then he goes into I'm a grown man. You know, anytime you got to say I'm a grown man. I know. Uh, it just kind of <laughs> okay. We got some problems here. You never really grew up, wow, did you? <laughs> he stood up and declared he was a you know. Listen, old lady, show. I'm a grown. He kind of went on a little long with this too. It's like yeah. everybody clapped like right away, like yeah, and then it's like, it's and I'm going to keep going. So in summary, uh, do not point at me. <laughs> I walked in here a grown man. I'll leave here a grown man. You sound like a real. You sound like you walked in a dumb man, you know, a man who has barely mastered the English language. I mean, a grown <laughs> man doesn't spurg out when an old lady points. And, yeah. And, and 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 here's the other thing, Doug. This is the most powerful man in the city. Yes. And he even pointed that out, mayor of the city. I demand respect. This ain't a plantation, bitch. Next question. <laughs> But he's well, he, there's he's a certain done. amount of respect you got to earn, especially when you have a, a pro, this is the track, the crap that New York City is in. Now, granted, you can always say you inherited it, and that's true. But damn it, when it keeps the piling up like that, and your response is, you're treating me like a slave on the plantation. Well, then, I, all right, there's no respect coming your way because well, you, yeah. you, you, you've only earned scorn. The, well, he's only been around in office. For like at this at this time seven yeah but you can't six, you're a grown man but you a year and a half about yeah. a year and a half <laughs> so like how what do you you know but he's done it from the beginning here's a few yeah. quick just a few quick examples of the mayor making it about race even when it sounds completely stupid and if you don't believe me believe the New York Times which is where I'm reading from right now maybe they even say it better Mr Adams the city's second black mayor has raised concerns about racism when he has felt under attack. 
During the 2021 <laughs> mayoral primary, he argued that his competitors, Andrew Yang and Catherine Garcia, had joined forces to prevent, quote, a person of color, specifically a black or Latino person, from becoming mayor. And I have to say, why, why would Yang and Garcia, two Democrat opponents, join forces to prevent a black person from becoming mayor? I mean, that's the mm. craziest. That, that just sounds stupid. They joined forces to, wow, because we, we hate blacks. <laughs> Yang hates blacks. More recently. Well, what other reason could there be? <laughs> this, yeah, exactly. For them both to be running. <laughs> now, listen to this. They weren't going to until they saw him getting from, from the New York Times. More recently, he has twice compared himself to Kunta Kinte. <laughs> A character from the 1977 television series Roots who was beaten for refusing to accept the slave name Toby. And this is a quote. This is the quote. He says, I know you think you can whip me and make me go from saying Kunta Kinte to Toby, but damn it, Kunta Kinte is all I know. The mayor said at a Juneteenth celebration (laughs) at Gracie Mansion after receiving criticism for the abrupt departure of his police commissioner, uh, Kichan Sewell, uh, Kishan, whatever, <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, who announced her resignation earlier this month. Now, compared now to I know you want me to turn to the dark side of the force, I know that you want but to... I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Huh. <laughs> Shit. I'm from Krypton. <laughs> Com- he's, he's out of his gourd, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's just going to keep playing the card because he's got... About- you know, Nothing. Well, the man is really, you know, just the thing is, it, it, I'm glad the New York Times is at least writing about this because there was a time, I feel like, when mayors had a certain accountability to be actual people who said actual things that were not yeah. absurd. Comparing himself to Kunta Kinte with the plantation shit again. And again, you're the most powerful man in the city. You're elected to that position by New Yorkers who were voted right. voting for you. And imagine holding... That powerful of an audio, uh, of an office, and it's—I mean—he's got a budget like a small country, and he can. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. He's got the power to hire, or fire, remove commissioners on like forty agencies or more. He's got control over the education of a million plus students. All <laughs> of that power, and then you compare yourself to a slave, and mention <laughs> whipping. I guarantee you, no one was thinking of you as Kunta Kinte esque. Hell no. Slavery, plantation whips. It's like, dude, look around you. Well, everybody where everybody works for you. (laughs) And yet you fear them because you're you're perfectly fine saying your name is Toby to all the administrative offices who are uh, you know robbing the city blind, all the different interest groups that you won't say no to to clean up this crap. You know? Yeah. So that kind of thing. Oh, well, yeah, well, I'll say Toby to them. I mean, I don't even understand how that fucking analogy works. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's his dumb bullshit because, again, he's got nothing. He ran on being a former cop, and that was a bad ed. Every time there's a problem, he doesn't know what to say. Except, well, I'm black. But nobody has anything. Nobody on that. (laughs) You know what I mean? No mayor has anything. They don't. He's got. He. This guy's got nothing on the ball to even like bullshit a regular answer and say. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Um, these these landlords have concerns too, and I know that 
that's not really the side you're working on, you know, helping. And believe me, I'm all for tenants' rights. No explanation, just like, you won't point at me. I'm a grown man. Okay. Yeah, so he that says, solved nothing. You got nowhere. There's another stumbling block as it continues to exacerbate. Well, I mean, when you, you sit know? at the helm of America's largest city and it's a huge responsibility, you know, you need to – you, you need to answer questions. I mean, so and yeah. that kind of rhetoric is really damaging, too, even though it's absurd. And, and here's the thing. It's it's completely inappropriate. I mean, usually using that racially divisive language to avoid accountability, especially once you've got the job. I mean, look what it is. I know. <laughs> That's what another is. thing. You're the most powerful man in this city. And you, but you're so put upon and marginalized. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's, it's just, enough of that. It yeah. is absurd. In actuality, he makes a mockery of whatever sufferings of racism and slavery happened over the you know centuries and decades. Yeah, and here saying, he is. I'm just going to use it. You know, look at me, still a slave. <laughs> I know. It's like no, no. I mean, look, he's also accusing and condemning the system through which he managed to rise from. He had an exceedingly humble start, born in violent Brooklyn, Brownsville, one seven one eight. He threw the ranks at NYPD, right. and he landed in the seat of power. You know what I mean? All the way up. He was very, very poor. He was he used to, like, uh, deliver food to some prostitute when he was, like, 14, and then she wouldn't pay him. She stole, uh, He stole God, TV, damn. went to jail, got beaten up by cops, and he goes, oh, I want to be a cop. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be those guys. I want to be the guy who beats a guy up like me. <laughs> you know? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's it's just he's it, got the weirdest origin story, you know. It's like <laughs> it's like if Batman would have grown up and started robbing people, <laughs> but then he got his ass kicked shooting people, you know. But the cops, he decided, oh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, like what was Batman's origin story? These guys robbed his parents and shot him. Yeah, his and parents got murdered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, it'd be he like, decided oh, my parents were murdered. I'm gonna murder parents. <laughs> Like, no, you're missing the point. <laughs> it's a threat, too, that, a statement like that, because in that environment, being accused of racism is about the scariest thing there is. So, you know, oh, yeah, about yeah. New so by doing that, he's just letting people know, hey, if you fuck with me, that's what's coming, okay? Coming your way, because it's clear he'll say anything. No shame. And if the mayor of the city is Kunta Kinte, what <laughs> does that make regular people? Yeah. <laughs> People who don't control shit, you know what I mean? See, it, it's like that uh, Pakistani uh, cabbie. That's the kind of the argument he would make with that guy. <laughs> don't treat I me like myself. I'm a slave. Do not tell me to die with I shame. I will never call myself Toby. I will not watch this video and die with the shame. <laughs> yeah. I am not ashamed of who I am. That cabbie is trying to put me back on the plantation. I'm a I will not fan. go. I will give you a grown man. So if yeah, it, it's absurd. So yeah, I mean, if, if he's a slave being whipped on a plantation, I'm the mayor. You won't talk to me like a slave. I walked <laughs> in here a freeman. Remember so, when they said that? Hey, at least he's a former cop. So perhaps we'll get some law and order in New York City. Nobody said that, except <laughs> idiots. <laughs> I mean, everybody's hoping against hope. It's like, you know, he's going to get elected. So, yeah. I mean, like, I, I boy, oh, boy. Yeah, law and order. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. He was a police captain, which is a really political thing. You got to be. Oh, really yeah, yeah. Amazing yeah. politician 
in order to uh well he really isn't i'm not that impressed with that Dude, but apparently a, he kissed the kidding? right asses are you kidding i mean he's successful but in this context of that environment and whatnot and that they oh we're gonna fool people in that he'll follow the communist and uh yeah we'll get back to some sanity and that sort of thing is the uh primarily all the, all, all the smart people go well this is nonsense <laughs> yeah but there's not that many yeah, that's you true. know, I mean, would it kill Eric Adams to, to say, you know, because this is something that I'm going to go back to Absol, but it's funny. You know, Mayor is Mayor Leroy, uh, Eric Leroy Adams considers himself a slave, Leroy, whatever. So yeah, people like Absol, but are lower than slaves by a lot. Yeah. We heard some of uh, Eric Adams complaints. Let's listen to a couple of butts. OK, All right. uh, this is butt talking in a quote. Everyone is disrespecting yellow cab drivers this is a job that there is no day when i'm driving that nobody curses at me would it kill eric adams to say taxi drivers deserve respect they at least don't deserve disrespect (laughs) (laughs) could you just say that don't throw gravy on cab drivers well don't throw gravy on cab drivers (laughs) now look you talk about respect and disrespect, but you disrespect me talking about would it kill me? I am not Toby, and I will not be put on the plantation by you or anyone else. You can whip me and, and get me to try to get me to demand respect for regular New Yorkers, and I just won't do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, suspects three remain at large, and uh, their descriptions are as follows. A heavy-built woman, mm-hmm. mm. about 5'5", five, five, with her hair in a bun, approximately 5'4 and a half with no bun. Oh. Another woman, 5'8"-ish, with long, braided, presumed hair, and a man, 5'10", mm. with an athletic build. Uh, he's the only one who gets a real positive review there. Yeah. Uh, if you see anyone matching that description, walk, don't run, to the nearest telephone, dial the number one 800 Five seven seven. Tips. All right. So braided hair, buns, uh, overweight woman, and a guy in athletic shape. Yep. Well, that narrows it down there, Pat. Uh, yep, you should be able to find them based on that. I would have. There's something missing, but um, well, well whatever. Missing. We'll do the we'll Look, do the best we can. Yeah, you know, I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, what are you yeah, gonna do? I mean, I it, it, now a hulking Spider-Man esque Chinaman, Yin Chin Chin. <laughs> Forty-four six three two fifty, July thirty-first, arrested for possession of a controlled substance, suspected also of possessing out-of-control substances. That's unconfirmed. <laughs> this much much larger than average China man was yeah. hospitalized August 9th. Heart trouble in Mount Sinai Beth Israel Hospital in Gramercy Park, and authorities have confirmed Yen Shen Chen tied bed sheets together, climbed out of a fifth-floor window in the hospital, rappelled down the side of the building and got his feet on the ground, hopped in a cab, and disappeared, escaped from custody using bed sheets out the window, all 6'3", 250 Chinese pounds of him, Jeez. and he remains at large in more ways than one. <laughs> it's a big dude. It'd be funny if uh, Mr. Butt was the cab driver. <laughs> Wouldn't it be perfect? That would be great. Crime is terrible. 
Every day. Well, the bed the bed sheets always work for Bugs Bunny and and the like. So it uh, turns out that that really that does work. You know, they always made it sound like that's just for the movies. You know, I mean, right. that would never work. You'd kill yourself and all that kind of shit. But he did go down, and there was a ladder at a rooftop at somebody. It doesn't say how far he repelled and how far that he, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, went but down good the ladder. Enough, you know, how'd that ladder get there? Uh, Chen was in his hospital room or whatever when someone in Scrubs, this is how it happened, came in and told him they were bringing him into the shower. And this, of course, is a standard procedure for any kind of cardiac event. You want to get him into a hot shower. Mm. Uh, <laughs> instead of doing that, <laughs> Chen tied some sheets together and uh, at the risk of worsening his his heart condition, you know. Cause he well, uh, are we sure the heart condition was well, real? Well, take him in and take him in his work. I'm thinking. <laughs> this guy's obviously an, a right guy. <laughs> Innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> but uh, it's a real workout escaping from a fifth floor window. So I would think so. Go against that Hey, heart. I just had a heart attack. I know. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm having I'll chest pains. Out the you know they just rolled their eyes. Really? Chest pains? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Take him to the hospital. Yeah, Give we'll him a run shower some tests. So yeah. you can wash it off. He lowered himself <laughs> to a rooftop then. And, uh, but, you know, I used to live in a fifth floor walk-up over on West 22nd Street. And the only thing more exhausting than repelling from the fifth floor is taking the <laughs> stairs up to it. Jeez. It's brutal. Five years into living there, it never got any better doing it. I never got used to it. I was up and down those stairs, say, twice a day, but you know, I was on the road Damn. quite a bit. So with travel days, call it once a day, right, conservatively. Mm. I walked up the stairs at least 1,825 times. <laughs> and it was the narrowest stairway in New York City. Every time, exactly like the first time, there was a landing between every floor. It was almost like a spiral staircase. Every flight wow. of stairs was divided in two, like a wraparound. Yeah. Total nightmare. So, but like every flight is two little mini, you know, it's it doubles the like, you know, sets of stairs that you're doing. And well, you should have used bed sheets closing in on you. Yeah, to climb up to the window. No thanks. Yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> I could have worked on my upper body then, but I got yeah, the retarded go. calves. I'll say that. <laughs> I mean, re to the tar to the dead. <laughs> Inside my apartment, then the smallest room in New York City, I had to climb a ladder to my bed. <laughs> I bought that place in 2011. I mean, I, my calves to this day are like. I'm pretty proud of them. <laughs> I, well, I, see, there's the benefit. Yeah, well, I mean, it's I'm all not worth saying it. there's no benefits. I'm just saying, <laughs> man, thank God all the hard work's over. Uh, five <laughs> floors is high, too. I mean, it doesn't sound high, but I repelled once. Uh, it was some kind of eighth grade camp situation, and it was oh. 50 feet, and it was a gut check. You know, it it yeah. seems high. We're looking down. This guy, Yenchen Chen, very, very much wanted to avoid being charged. <laughs> he did not want to take that shower. <laughs> A lot of people in that situation probably feel that way. I just wonder then, you know, since everybody presumably doesn't want to, you know, go to jail, face justice, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. all that shit, why don't why doesn't this happen more often? Yeah, probably, well, maybe it will, because Mr. Chen here showed it can be done. Yeah. Somebody said it couldn't be done, but he, with a chuckle, replied. <laughs> oh, yeah? Maybe it couldn't, but he would be one who wouldn't say no till he tried. <laughs> so he buckled right in with a bit of a grin on his face. If he worried, he hit it. <laughs> and he worked on that thing that couldn't be done, and he did it or some shit like that. Um, <laughs> they probably thought it couldn't be done, so, yeah. you know, we'll see. I, I've always been told it was for 
like you said, you know, the guy made a clean getaway. Yeah. And he's now it's embarrassing. It says a law enforcement source. Well. He says he says you see the size of that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they're not quoted directly, and they never are. It's always a law enforcement source. These cops just say, "You see the size of that guy, too." Right? <laughs> you think you'd be able to find a guy like that? Yeah. Like a, well, yeah, he's Chinese. He's what six feet tall? Six three. <laughs> Six threes, my height. Jeez, two hundred fifty no. pounds. You should have been able to see him. When I found out you were six three, I was like, I got to start talking to Doug different now. <laughs> Shit, because we never met in person. Right, right. And uh, I'm like, I kind of razz him every once in a while. Like, that fucker's tall. Fuck. <laughs> if you came walking in to be like, uh, would you? Would you like a coffee, sir? <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, you've always been so friendly. Oh yes, I'm a. A jolly guy. A gentle giant, if you will. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, don't shoot. I can't breathe. <laughs> hands My up. hands are up. <laughs> On Friday, something like that. investigators checked out a few possible addresses where they thought that the escapee might have been hiding out. You know, yeah. where, where like giant Chinaman clubs. But they, <laughs> He's they hiding out. in the pagoda. They were chasing their tails because he was nowhere to be found. Uh, it seems suspicious to me a little. I don't know. Just too yeah. convenient. Weird, weird stuff. But uh, yeah, he got out of there. Now, Mayor Adams also said this other thing that I want to bring up. <laughs> <laughs> Mayor Adams weighs in. I have to bring it up because you know, no, no, give a fuck about this. <laughs> he will never speak to anything like. That. I am sensitive to bed sheets. I mean, he, he. This is like the one good thing he ever said. Okay. Uh, no, wait. This wasn't he. The oh. way, he he did say that like crime's a problem in New York City, and oh. then like in the midterms, some people lost in the midterms that that you know he would would have been on their side politically, I guess. But uh, mm -hmm. they blamed him because for saying that. It's like give me a fucking break. <laughs> you can't blame that on him. No. The only people blaming him for shit that he, they wouldn't that have noticed are his own fucking colleagues. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's no friends in that world. Now, this is uh, from the New York Times, once again. Mr. Adams. They really should say Hisner or <laughs> Mayor Adams, I think. But he also claimed recently that there was a, quote, coordinated effort to prevent him from winning a second term. When asked who was coordinating that effort, the mayor again compared himself to Kunta Kinte and said... There's a body of people who were pleased with 30 years without having a mayor that looked like me. Well, I, I, I hate all that looks like me business. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I, we finally have a vice president that looks like me. Really? <laughs> really? All right. You know the vice president doesn't have a dick. <laughs> I, I still can't get over that. Dickless vice president. He <laughs> should be impeached for not having a dick. <laughs> Fucking. He said that now he said that in June. It was a year and a half into a four year term. He's talking about a second term. <laughs> Stop campaigning and be the mayor. <laughs> That is fucking. He said, I'm not even halfway through this term, but if I don't get a second one, it's because of racism. Yeah. I mean, that's so much. I don't even have time to sufficiently shit all over him for saying it. But <laughs> not, there's not even enough stool in my bowels to give those. He's not deserving. Statements. He's of your shit. 
<laughs> he's you don't get my shit. I would say he's very deserving. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not going to make the effort. I, no, I don't have enough stool in my bowels. <laughs> Cops called at work. Now, this is an interesting story. Uh, police were called to an illegal Astoria club seven times in the weeks before a Queens woman collapsed and was left to die inside. Mm. But either found no evidence of wrongdoing or couldn't enter because the hotspot kept its doors locked. <laughs> locked. <laughs> Is that how is that how easy it is to have, to be? We're doing illegal shit in here. The doors are locked. You can't come in. Well, yeah, that's all, all you right, got to well, do. Right, I guess you got a point. All right, later. <laughs> you just whatever you're doing, cut it out. A week before, <laughs> Stephanie Quinones was found dead inside the 49th Street Club. Police showed up to the location three times in an hour after complaints of a loud party. This ain't a loud party. It's the club. <laughs> Each report from the July 14th visits was marked closed, and officers were unable to gain entry into the premises. <laughs> Case closed. We couldn't go in. Sorry. <laughs> Police responded to complaints about the club once in May when someone griped about blaring party music. And I have that problem here. People yeah. are so upset with me blaring the party music all the time. Oh, I just do it so they'll come and knock. I'm lonely. <laughs> Authorities responded around 7 a.m., but they, they couldn't find anything wrong. It's 7 a.m. Well, the door was locked. <laughs> good morning. It's a good morning party. Uh, on June 9th and 10th, officers investigated calls about a loud party after 6 a.m., but closed the complaints after uh, after they found no uh, what. They found nothing wrong, I guess. Uh, they made arrests at the club, the club, on May 28th. A 32-year-old man and a 26-year-old woman arrested for allegedly operating an unlicensed bottle club. After officers investigating a noise complaint discovered slot machines at a bar set up in the building. Wow. Jesus fucking Christ, man. That's, that's a whole that's operation a, here. That's a fucking happening building. Well, I would, yeah. Maybe I will move back to New York. Get into that building. <laughs> That sounds like a fun building. I mean, you know, my my apartment here has like a fucking the shittiest pool table you've ever seen. One of those sit down video games that has every video game ever played, and none of them are any good. <laughs> it's you know, like a little kitchen where you can make yourself a cup of water if you want. Oh, cool! I mean, it sucks. There's like a what do you call it? A shuffleboard. <laughs> like, you know, the kind that's in like a shitty bar where you slide the fucking. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, but I tried shooting pool on this fucking pool table. I actually took my stick down there. I'm like, I'm gonna go. I guess I'll try this pool fucking table, and it <laughs> it collapsed. I'm telling you, the balls won't even roll through. You know, they get oh, stuck. Oh, okay. I don't even <laughs> like those kind of tables with the roll through. That never works. Just let them yeah. stack up in the pockets. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can reach in and grab them. Yeah, it's much easier than like reaching down into the hole and trying to knock it loose from whatever's holding it up but then like when they go all the way down you know there's that little i, I don't i'm gonna call it a reservoir but whatever holds the balls you know <laughs> yeah <little>. yeah <laughs> and they like they collect there and they're right. all they've all rolled to the right so it's so uneven that the balls aren't even a semblance of and so like I, oh so it's definitely how it's off balance oh it's so super it's, off so balance. i mean you can't really play pool on a table like no that. you can't you'll learn all the wrong things i was trying to shoot it into the corner that was you know the upside of the slope and it like rolled downhill 
to the naked eye, you might not be able to tell, but Jesus. Anyways, yeah, but these people got slot machines. They got, uh, you know, what else did he say? Slot machines, loud music, uh, bottle club. Yeah. A bottle club. A bar set up. Now, by the pool, I will say, and this is definitely illegal, <laughs> <laughs> some, you know, some of the patios, the patios all the balconies and shit face the pool in this complex. Mm-hmm. in this particular building, but the one on the ground floor, one of them has set up, you know, he's got like a bar set up and he's got a couple of bar stools there. <laughs> and I think he's doing like an adult lemonade stand there. <laughs> so you can go up to and order a drink. <laughs> like, dude, I mean, great idea. Yeah, sure. I got no problem with it. But if he's doing that, then we're pretty much saying the hell with everything here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's uh, let's just agree that I can do whatever I want. I mean, it appears you know, to be. Yeah. I'm going to go out and I'm going to just walk. Sooner around. or later, somebody will come and hey, you hey, don't have you. a license for that. Well, I mean, the shit that I do will be much more attention grabbing. I think. <laughs> I was just thinking about. I'll just do some stand up from my balcony. There you go. Hey, everybody, gather around. <laughs> you have to pay for this, by the way. Yeah. Just like you pay for them bottles down there. I'll turn you in if you don't give me $50. Okay, that's, <laughs> that's joke number one, or is it? <laughs> Anyways, I, meanwhile, the owner of the building where the club had been operating claims he was duped by the tenant. I believe that. Landlord yeah, yeah. Uh, Malkus Ingles. Ingles Mal- whatever. Probably Greek. <laughs> My glasses on. He said he, he said the renters who wound up throwing late night bashes, sign lease, the corporate name, that appeared to be a legitimate business. Mm-hmm. But the post could find little information about the company. Yeah, obviously you did your fucking homework there. Uh, you do <laughs> yeah. diligence. <laughs> yeah. It was some company. So it you was know, getting I, late. I went home. Figured it was fine. Uh, and the uh, landlord said he handed over information about the tent to police and gave the club the boot after the death. Wow, she just died of something. She was uh, celebrating her 35th birthday at the club. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, forgot all about her. Could have happened anywhere. <laughs> yeah. A I mean, video circulated showing her apparently unconscious on the dance floor. Yeah, good. That's always good. A nice <laughs> just video. dance around the corpse. Unconscious. Instead of calling 911, club workers dragged her body to the back and left her alone for 90 minutes, telling her family only that she was drunk. (laughs) Well, that's really all I knew. Yeah, what do I look like, a doctor? Hmm. Wow. By the time her sister got there, 90 minutes later, the mom of a 12-year-old had already died. Wow. I don't know how she got there. Or how she knew about it. But it sucks that it took someone to die for it to finally close down. You have to really do something to know who you are renting out to. It's dangerous. I mean, yeah, I'd say it, it sucks that that had to happen. <laughs> well, yeah, but they still haven't really determined if, if there was any foul play here. And the reason they're not alerting anybody is because they're illegally running a nightclub. So they don't want to report her. So that's the deal. I mean, it really. Uh, otherwise, she might have had it. Maybe she had a heart attack or something. She would have died somewhere else, and the result would have been the same. Perfectly sensible. 
for them to just drag her to the back. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. no, they should have reported it, but they were like, oh, shit, we don't want the cops here. So is this her on the dance floor here? Oh, no, I don't know. No. I can't see it. I'm going to show you this right now, my friend. Okay. Uh, this will this will be enjoyable to you, I believe. Uh, I don't know why I say that. This will be enjoyable to you. <laughs> I don't mean it you personally, but it's enjoyable to anyone. <laughs> You'll enjoy this yes. video of a dead woman. Get it. <laughs> this is not the dead woman, though. This oh, is the, okay. This is, our, this is the following story, and boy, oh, boy, is this really something. Uh, driver uh, plowed into at least seven pedestrians at a New York City crosswalk. Yeah. Uh, hit and run. Uh, warning graphic content. Call the kids <laughs> into the room. <laughs> Oh, We're seeing people bloody laying down amongst the garbage bags. Yeah. Uh, and they are not able to move at all. Um, no. Wait, Jeez, is that's it? quite a puddle there of blood. Uh, oh, wait. Is this is is this the footage from the hit and run, or are these just the immigrants who are waiting outside the hotel? It's hard to tell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might be a combination of the two. Wait, is that trash or is that the people who came here? Yeah, I, I can't tell. It's like there's piles of trash all around the street, bloodied people, and a couple of people just laying there. I don't know if they're the victims or if, well, that's just where they live. Yeah. <laughs> I like, don't know. Don't make fun of my home. Okay. Uh, that's what. No, no, that's what they're saying. I'll keep, make fun of it all you want. A vehicle <laughs> yeah. plowed through uh, seven pedestrians in Midtown Manhattan Crosswalk late Sunday, leaving at least one critically injured. Only one critically injured. Well, at oh. least one. Well, the driver of a Honda Accord hit the seven victims uh, round. Uh, should be a Honda Discord, am I right? Oh, yeah. You West nailed 36th it. and 6th Avenue. 36th and 6th. I think that's right around the area that... Avsal Butt was damn driving to the Queens Midtown Tunnel. He's like, fuck it. I'm taking the tunnel. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Five pedestrians <laughs> rushed to Bellevue Hospital. At least one person in critical. And man, yeah, that's pretty bad. What you like that happens. I mean, so we have scooter dicks and Honda Discord assholes. Yes, these Honda motherfuckers. Come yeah. on. Another victim in stable condition was taken to a different. Uh, who cares? One refused <laughs> yeah, medical attention. No. <laughs> who cares? 28-year-old per, a female person of interest was taken into custody after she was involved in a three-car crash on the LIE at the Clearview Expressway. In oh, jeez. So she did it again. Well, she's a person of interest. Uh-huh. Now, I don't know what sort of law you got down there in Louisiana, <laughs> but I'm saying there's innocent until proven guilty, and uh, you know, then, they, then she'll be guilty because she's guilty, <laughs> without a doubt. Well, you can say it, but don't think it. <laughs> <laughs> a high-risk sex offender who raped a woman at knife point inside a Bronx elevator just weeks after being paroled is back to state prison. Well, that's probably good. Yeah. After getting slapped with all uh, at least 16 years behind bars in the vicious attack, Ramon Rotestan, a 47-year-old Ramon Rotestan, was sentenced Tuesday after pleading guilty to first-degree attempted rape and first-degree attempted robbery, oh. assaulting a 40-year-old mom in a Pelham Bay apartment. That's right. Hmm. You know, the Bronx is the is the Boogie D, home of the Pelham yeah. Bay P, and the <laughs> and the uh, 
So it was an attempted break. What the fuck break. do I say? Oh, shit. What's, what's the thing that I say? People know it. Damn. Boogie D. Uh, the, uh, the Boogie D. The Botanical G. Okay. The Botanical G. Oh, God. Wow. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to come back. Oh. I'd like geez. to apologize for, for taking so fucking long. My life's been really fucking weird. I know it's excuse after excuse, but shit's been kind of different. And um, there's uh, some other. Uh, and, and by the way, New York City Crime Report does live over at censored.tv. It's there each and every week. And I, I do have to prioritize that, or I have had to, because of the, frankly, you know, it's, it, it's a lifeline with uh, the planet that involves me making money to buy things like a roof. And it's uh, <laughs> been a big change, you know, not being in New York City. I'm not going to sit here and bullshit anybody. I'm not in New York City. I'm not in exile, exactly. But I did have to leave after... Uh, uh, dust up, and I, I'm going to, look, the truth will come out, and I'll talk about it later. It does involve <laughs> law enforcement, and there is an irony to it. You know, after doing the show for <laughs> 10 years, 11 years, I wind up being, you know, involved with the criminal justice system. And then uh, now I'm doing it from a distance. I have to go to court still a, a little bit more. And who the fuck knows how many more times? You never know. But this shit happened over a fucking year ago, and uh, we're still dealing with it, so... Uh, sorry for any interruptions. Sometimes shit gets a little hectic. And then once you've not done it for a while, you're sort of like, fuck. You dread the thought of it. And I've been trying to think, like, I want to really put together a show that will be so good and perfect and everything. And I was just like, fuck, if I don't do this, I'm never going to do it. <laughs> so I'm not saying this is that perfect show by any means. <laughs> now you've arrived decided that like man yeah i, I need to because <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to stop doing this show i think it's i think it's i think it's one of the best podcasts there are it's certainly among the better uh true crime podcasts because oh true, yeah true crime podcasts can really suck yeah you know some of them despite, even the uh despite all the horrific crimes described within i'll 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 only play them so they put me to sleep <laughs> <laughs> Do they, have, and do, they they all, do. Ha, do they all have sound effects and music? Some of them, yeah, those, like, uh, yeah, that gets to be a, you know, wake you back up. And then this yeah. happened, and then yeah. I'm going to speak it this way the whole time. It's creepy. <laughs> and then the cliffhangers and all this shit. Stop. <laughs> this is the crime coverage you need. And why. look, yeah. I know the fans of this show, and I've said it many, many times, are always better when I've met them, they've always been better than average people, better than the average people. And I truly believe that fans of the show are better than the average podcast listener. And so I know that's going to niche it up a little bit because mm -hmm. somebody's listening to my favorite murder and going like, oh, my God, where did you guys go for lunch? You know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> when do you talk about murders? Uh, well, <laughs> and they're performing live shows in Australia, so fuck me, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I still say that regardless, this show right here, I do know that there's a guy riding a motorcycle sometimes in Africa. Oh wow! Around in Africa, I believe he's in Africa. He was he was in the deep jungle or something. Now this is what he told me. He may be full of shit. Okay, but he said this key. This show has kept me company so much. Listen to old episodes and stuff. If he has a way, well, here's the deal. Let's. This show is is on right now, and it. 
I'm not making any more promises, but I think you'll be pleased with what's coming up. But the next, you know, and whatever. Well, you know, uh, you'll get there, and and just you just don't ever let anyone call you Toby. No, I'm no, not gonna let see? anybody whip me into being called a different name. Yeah, you need consistency. That's the main thing. People really like to know when the show's coming out, what day, and they want to know. Yeah. You know, they want to have that. And and I've done really bad at establishing that. I mean, that's. You know, I didn't I didn't get into being a stand up because I wanted to have a fucking schedule, you know. Well, at some point you have to kind of grow up and be like, well, I, I really have some responsibilities <laughs> here and uh, some deadlines. I had to show up at, at Compound Media and I would do that. Right. So when you have to show up and do it at a particular time, sometimes you're just fucking improvising it and it turns out <laughs> great. <laughs> Plus, we had crimes on that show from all over the world and stuff. Not that there's not plenty in New York. But yeah. sometimes some shit happens someplace else that you're dying to fucking talk about, you know? Right, right. And uh, and then, like, I didn't have a home for that, so, like, that's why I started doing those crimes there. But when Gavin McInnes over at Censored.TV, where the show lives now, and by the way, if you want to subscribe there, you should. It's got a lot of programming. I mean, yeah, way more than Compound had. Like, so many shows. And Gavin, really, I, I think it's almost impossible for him to not be entertaining. Like oh, yeah. Everything he says is entertaining. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, Asian Pat Dixon is over there, too. So, like, I, I'm really proud to be connected to and with Censor.TV. And I hope that some of you, you know, will be interested enough to go and check that show out. Subscribe. Just follow me on Twitter. You get a free five-minute sample once a week. And maybe you'll like it. You know, maybe you'll come over to nyccrimereport.locals.com, where Doug <laughs> and I do a show. It's not about crime at all. Late as fuck. It's the late night show that never happened, and I'm proud of that too. But when, um, and by the way, if you live in anywhere near Nashville, I'm there uh, October 14th with some Censor.TV people and more on the location, everything as the date gets closer. But yeah, Gavin said he wanted to go back to New York City Crime Report like he used to listen to before we met. He was a fan of the podcast before we met. In fact, you know, he, he said it was an influence on him and he might not even have been podcasting were it not for my show. Wow. And I believed him. <laughs> and I still believe <laughs> him. I think it's true. He wanted you to feel better. <laughs> now back to this high risk high risk sex offender. <laughs> oh, and people don't forget to use the promo code PAT. That's Doug, thank you so much. That's the most important thing. If you do subscribe <laughs> at censor.tv, use the promo code PAT, P-A-T, and that gets you a discount, and it mm. helps me out. It helps me out a lot, in fact. Uh, so, you know, everybody has their ways of um, appreciating the show. Some people come to the locals, and some people have, uh, you know, they whatever. Uh, they'll go to a live show, or they'll subscribe at censor.tv, use the promo code PAT, get a discount. That helps me out. And if you can do both, a, some people just listen, right? <laughs> Fine with that. That's just true. Listen. You could share you could, it and all that, but you could review it on on iTunes. Give me a nice review. Done. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and give me a, a, a fucking five star rating because four stars don't fuck around. Okay. <laughs> if you're gonna some people go all are, the way. <laughs> some people only kind of like it, and they'll get like two, one, and like you gotta counteract <laughs> these people that listen to it knowing they're gonna hate it on purpose, or don't even listen to it and just go like, "Look at this guy, I don't like him." It happens, <laughs> and I need to. If you want to counteract that, five stars, or don't do anything. Fuck it. You know what? I never want to put any pressure on anybody. I'm happy you're here. Thank you for listening. 
It's not a big thing. I'm going to talk about a guy who like, fell a long way out of a window in just a minute, or mm-hmm. off a rooftop, rather. But let's get to this yeah. to this sex offender real quick, and then uh, we'll do that one more thing and put a bow on this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, 47-year-old, he was sentenced after pleading guilty to the first-degree attempted rape. Attempted rape is a lame thing. Yeah. Attempted rape, it's like, well, you tried. It's like when I didn't pass my swim classes and I got a little card that says, I try hard. <laughs> How embarrassing. I wouldn't dive headfirst into the water. You so know, I talk- guess he's, he robbed her to compensate himself for the trouble. I'm talking about my swimming lessons here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know who taught me to dive in, into the water headfirst? Chrissy Mayer did. Well, that's right. I remember her talking about that she was... Uh, uh, a yeah. trained diver like, at tra- school or something like that. Ranked, ranked eighth in the state at one time. And when we were together dating back in like 2012 or 13 or something, we were in Capri, Isle of Capri over in Italy. Cool. And in the real water. One. And she's like, here's how you dive. And she taught me. And it was like, wow, it really lifted something off of my heart that I didn't even know was there. So, and wow. then I bought her like a 14 euro gelato. I said, now you're going to blow me for sure. That was a good relationship for yeah. a day or two in there somewhere. But uh, here's what I'm saying, that this uh, Pelham Bay, uh, the, what the fucking, but this story is really hard to, like, he's just being sentenced here. I was around 10 p.m. He followed the woman into the elevator. He pulled a knife and told her, this is a robbery. Don't do anything stupid. He demanded money, then raped her before running off with $112. That's what he charges to rape a woman. But wait, 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 back up. This guy, this this rapist. All right, so he was serving the term originally for a rape and burglary, but the, they're saying attempted rape. Uh, sentenced Tuesday after pleading guilty, but this is the recent crime. He was serving. He was serving a 16-year term for an earlier rape and burglary. After serving it, he was okay. out. He was yeah, paroled. right. They and let was, him go, and, and six he, weeks later, he you know they he was caught doing this. Yeah. We don't even know if this is his first go around with this, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess this they is, this is what he got caught at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it probably is, but I mean, you know, this is a robbery. Don't do anything stupid. So this guy, yeah, exactly. I mean, really, uh, he's locked up apparently for pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah, for and an he did it again. And, well, it was a burglary that time. He broke into a house. This time, he just did it in an elevator. He thought that was yeah. what I did wrong. I broke into a house. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, I'll do it in public. Yeah. <laughs> Busted three days later with cops using elevator surveillance video to help it. But uh, where does the rape come in? Oh, he, he, raped her. Say... He, he demanded money and then raped her. Boy, it's just so quick. And then raped her. I mean, yeah. how, how tall is this fucking building? I mean, this elevator. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't even have time to say good morning to a woman hardly before somebody gets off. This motherfucker's raping people. Get the yeah. money. That's nuts. He's that just is, in and out. It's like a jiffy rape. <laughs> it's like it's the supercuts of rape. Uh, the defendant brutally attacked the victim who was coming home after work to her children. I don't. You know what? I get it. But anybody well, being raped is bad. Even if you're not a mother, it sucks to be raped. It's like, look, at least she has no kids, so it's not as bad. <laughs> yeah. She's fine. She's fine. Any kids she has, they'll be fine. Uh, The woman uh, should have to. uh, Uh, No no woman should have to fear walking to their own building other than uh, uh, women who aren't mothers. 
This is Screw from, them. Yeah, this is from Darcel Clark, uh, the you know Bo Diddley uh, district attorney up there. It looks just like Bo Diddley. Oh wow! Yeah, you never seen Darcel Clark? I, look I don't up, think so. But... Look her up and compare her to a picture side by side of Bo Diddley. If oh, this can... is a woman who looks yeah. like Bo Diddley. Yes, and if you can pick out which one's which, I will give you one thousand dollars. All right. That's how. Con- I'm kidding, of course. <laughs> I would. I, I wouldn't want even even on a coin toss. I'm not going to bet you a thousand dollars. But yeah, this is what Darcel Clark said uh, in a statement: "No woman should have to fear walking into their own building." Now, if you're a man, sure. <laughs> yeah, it sucks to be you. The defendant's actions have deeply affected her. I'm sure they have. Jesus. Oh, yeah. But her sense of safety and peace have been taken. Of course. Look at that. Ugh. Jeez. Man, that guy's ugly. He looks and like they a fucking rapist. That, they let the, no, he, yes, he does. He looks, like he looks he looks like fine. a rapist. He's fine. Let him go. Let him go. Let he's him get learned, out there. He's learned his lesson. Get out of there. Well, I mean, he served his sentence, I guess, but uh, Yeah, that's what they did. And then they so. just gave him another sixteen years. It's an identical amount of time. It seems <laughs> like they go, Well, this time it's a little more. And how old is he? I wonder. If he doesn't um, look all that old, he'll He'll do it again when they let him out. I think in he's, 16 only six, years. he's only 16. He did this oh. when he was an infant. <laughs> How tall is that, right? I'm trying to do the math. 12 into the fucking whatever. 67 inches, maybe. Is that what he is? Yeah. 68. 60. That's 69 inches almost. 69 inches to there. So he's probably 60. What is that divided by 12? I don't know. I don't oh, fuck. Calculate. What are we fucking stupid? Damn. Yeah. It's late. Well, yes. I'm not. See, I, my mind is just resentful right now. I'm like, I'm not gonna do it because I don't fucking feel like it. I know five no. feet would be sixty, so he's you know five he's nine. Up there. He's average. But uh, in all three, he was armed with a knife and approached the. Uh, what is this now? It says according to records, he has two prior rape busts on December 11th, 2005, February 2nd, 2006, and an attempted rape arrest from February 28th of 2006. Mm. So he he has a rape and an attempted rape, both in the month of February of 2006. And that's the shortest month of the year. <laughs> and then one in December uh, prior. So then, like, I guess he got into Christmas spirit between the 6th and yes. then, like, throw the Christmas tree out, put the decorations away. It's February. Time to go back to raping. Really, the the rape slows down in those cold, cold winter months usually. But this guy's a winter rapist, which is unusual. Wow. I mean, it's usually a, a, a spring-summertime game, especially spring, man. When we, and I know uh, women can wear anything they want. I I'm, I fully supported the sundresses in New York City. I do miss that. They were so sexy, the way they would dress. Wow. There would be this one day when you could spot it, and you could sort of see little signs of it around, but there would be one day where w- women were fucking walking nude in the streets almost. You know what I mean? They just like, looked so good. And all of a sudden, they just started full bloom, cleavage, fucking those see-through sundresses where you can just like look at the. Oh thing. yeah! Oh man, it was paradise. You just sit and watch it go by. Follow a woman into of an course. elevator. I I don't know how anybody could get it up to rape anybody. I mean, that's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. With a willing with a willing participant, it has its challenges. Well, that's the whole thing. I always it's like, look, I could never be a rapist uh, beyond the, uh, the the obvious moral problems with it all. It's just, God damn, is that a lot of work? Oh, it's a huge amount of work. Yeah. And you don't know what she might do. 
women get dangerous. Well, yeah, yeah, this kicking, he bites you, you, all that kicking and screaming and shit. Maybe she's and then and then what do you got to do to try to get them under control? You got to beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Well, now you're messing up the pretty. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Now maybe your dick gets hard from hitting her. Okay. (laughs) Which I don't understand. Really, I don't. I mean, I don't get. No, this guy, this guy must have had some severe issues. You see, sundresses, I can understand, but beating the shit out of them. Well, no. sundresses, you know, if I walk up and get a girl's number, I'm like, <sighs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nervous about that, let alone yeah, like yeah. getting her a hammerlock and butt fucking her in an elevator. Jesus. Not that that's what happened. I don't know if that's what. No, happened. no, no. <laughs> but in all three of these, th- these rapes from 2005 and six, he was armed with a knife and approached the victims inside elevators, also demanding money. Mm. That's a weird mo, man. Give me yeah. some money. He expected to be paid for this, and so he they get he gets their money, and he's like, "All right, thank you. Here's a little thank you." <laughs> if you if you all right, all these, you paid in full. Here's the gave all, all these women the choice. Would you rather have your money back or to have not been raped? What do you think they'd say? <laughs> well, man, that was I needed that for rent actually. I'd have broken him off a piece if he hadn't stole my money. (laughs) He'd been scheduled to remain on parole until 27, March of 27, his latest release, uh, after his latest release. Well, what happened? Well, he was going to be on parole until then, and then he'd be off parole. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But he's a registered sex offender. He's still got to check in, I would assume. Yeah. He's also Well, all the good that'll do. I mean... Yeah, no. please come and talk to us about being a registered sex offender. You see, they need to put around a... all the building and be like, "Hi, I'm a registered sex offender. You might not want to be in the elevator with me." If you they got to I mean. put a padlock on his dick. Yeah, they got a chastity belt for the rapist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's ways of doing that chemically. Well, chemically, yeah, yeah. I just can't quite get behind it because I think it'll be weaponized and used against people who didn't do anything. Oh, convicted of rape, definitely. Give it's why you're free to go as soon as you begin your life as a woman. Yes, enjoy. <laughs> He's also served time first degree robbery, attempted criminal sale of a controlled substance, drug dealer, mm. and criminal possession of a controlled substance, drug haver. That's his stock. <laughs> he has his stock, yeah. and he sold it. Well, in order to distribute it, I would assume at one point he did possess it. Yes, you can have it, or you can sell it, and you can do both for a little while. <laughs> And there's so many more good stories, but I want to close out on uh, this uh, this just bizarre uh, situation that that occurred uh, in Manhattan. My goodness, somebody apparently had had enough of living. It sure did. Um, because uh, an individual here, uh, uh, this individual, uh, man, there's so many fucking interesting stories. I'm looking through them now going, why can't I talk about that? Why can't I talk about that? Why can't I talk about that? I mean, there was that <laughs> Long Island person who was uh, a screen sharing a pause. What are you talking about? Well, I'll stop to share that fine. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> uh, sorry about that to people listening. Just trying to I'm gonna survive here. And uh, Douglas Nelson, you can find him. Uh, Jesus, well, also on of, locals, the Nelson ratings.locals.com, All kinds of Nelson goodies there. Uh, and if you subscribe, there's extra uh, video content. Uh, Poor man, mystery science theater treatment of old public domain sci-fi and horror movies. Uh, some of the, a lot of the artwork that I do for Pat and Compound Media and all that. And then uh, 
quite a bit of the cartoons end up there too, all by the paywall. Uh, uh, sometimes they'll show up elsewhere, uh, but uh, that's the main hub for locals. I wish it had more space <laughs> to yeah. put more stuff, but that's nice. the deal. Uh, and then, of course, the Nelson Show, you can get that wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, and where, uh, where do you get them? You know, yeah, subscribe to that. It's, I was on the most recent episode. We always have a fucking blast doing that show. Yeah. There's great. extra stuff. I'm going to, when I get the space back on locals, I'll be putting those there as well. There's extra, because we went on a long time. And, uh, but the main thing was to get that story about Rob Saul and his dog's affliction. Right. If you guys want to catch an interesting show, um, on Tuesday nights, it's free, nine o'clock. It's Rob Saul's show. I'll tweet out the link or at least retweet Rob's stupid tweet, whatever that would <laughs> By the way, remember the woman we talked about on uh, Censor.tv a little while back? Who, uh, you know, she was stabbed in the leg and they had the picture over there in the hospital. Yeah. Uh, here's her coming out of the hospital. This would have been a good, oh. maybe a good thing to show, but she's coming out. Well, they've really, I didn't know if there would be follow up here, but. Uh, Boy, yeah. isn't follow up fun? Isn't it fun though? <laughs> Here it is. Uh, you can see uh, she's it's... being wheeled out as someone snaps their fingers and the music plays. <laughs> Whoa, she's so attractive. Look at her showing a lot of leg there. She's not going to let this injury get her down. Yeah, that's right. She's being rolled out. And they're here. You can see the Julia. crowd is really legs. inspired. Oh my God. Yeah. She's immodest. <laughs> my god oh it's just that one okay. moment they keep showing it over and over again because it's yeah. like oh look at the legs yeah there's the, the little band-aids on her legs yep all right shape look at that what no, a, she, what a, a <laughs> she was just trying to decide whether or not she was going to stay in new york city or leave uh after this and it sort of sounded like she was leaning towards getting the fuck out of town i think you yeah <laughs> go through with like, that. I don't I even want to be, be an EMT. She was an EMT who got stabbed. Yeah. Uh, well. And uh, well, what are you gonna do? Sometimes <laughs> you get stabbed as an EMT. Now, she got all the 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 people are are applauding her and everything, leaving the hospital, and they're holding up these signs. We're here for you, Julia. And that would be yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm leaving. <laughs> yeah. How about yeah? A ride to the airport, Julia. Town. Would you like a ride to the airport? Yeah. <laughs> We've called a moving van. Uh, that, by the way, this guy was referred to as a career sex offender, which is a funny wow. kind of term. He's a professional. Like, I mean, I, I, it's tough to make a living at it, you know. I mean, like, uh, yeah. you you get a few bucks here, a few bucks there, hundred sixteen there. Now, <laughs> guests at the Ritzy Mandarin Oriental Hotel, and uh, that's just what it's called. Yeah, that's their name. It's not the Mandarin Person of Asian Descent Hotel. Baffled by split in half jumper, as wow. ID remains a mystery. So. This person, uh, guest and staffers at the Swanky Manor Hotel. That's in Manhattan, of course. Yes. Baffled. They don't know who this is. Somebody leapt to their death from, uh, in pajamas, by the way. Leaping yeah. to death it from their grizzly Might have been scene. sleepwalking. Jesus, dude. You know what? You may be right, because it would not be unprecedented. Now, up, up on the roof, now people could go anywhere, I know, but I mean, I've never yeah. heard of that. There was a guy who was naked found at the bottom of a flight of stairs in a hotel right across the street on 35th Street from the Compound Media Kumia Studio. Damn. And, of course, it was, uh, you know, Pete the Cop telling me about this. Mm. Pete Panuccio. 
he said, yeah, well, I investigated that one. You know, he he loves telling about it. You know, because it's like they figured it out. The guy was a sleepwalker. They did some investigating. Sleptwalk, fell down the stairs, died naked in a hotel. Holy shit, poor bastard. So, but they don't. But then they don't know who this is. You know. Well, and, here and the, the guy. I guess the guy splattered to such an extent that they can't identify him. Split in two. Yeah. No ID in the pajama pockets or anything, of course. Yeah. Uh, he was on the ground, covered up in a sheet. I saw a part of him on the ground. I don't know what. <laughs> An unidentifiable body part. <laughs> when I woke up this morning, I asked the hotel staff what happened, but they wouldn't give me any information. Yeah, really? <laughs> they didn't want to discuss it. Weird. <laughs> the unidentified man who does not appear to have been staying in the building or living in its residences... Entered the know. building through a freight elevator and plunged roughly 750 feet. Damn, that's high. Yeah. Like we were saying before, 50 feet, you know, is like, fuck. You know, yeah. you can die from that easy. You can die from falling uh, <laughs> without any help, you know, <laughs> without it even being in the air. But 750 feet, you're definitely going to be dead. Yeah. Almost certainly. There's going to be parts. Private and public. <laughs> he hit the hotel's entrance glass awning on the way down, splitting his body in half Jeez. from the impact. His body is in two pieces. An arm was found across the street near a blood splatter. <laughs> you imagine being hit, getting hit by that thing. <laughs> <laughs> the arm just comes flying across the street. I mean, you got a great New York story, you know. <laughs> well yeah there you go <laughs> that's really damn yeah no i'm kidding. i mean i had myself a story i thought it was pretty good until i saw this you mentioned arms flying around <laughs> but i got hit i was in new york it was the last time i was there last day not the last time i was there but the last time before i moved away right right and i got hit in the face by something i didn't know what the fuck it was i was like jesus but it was flying at me, you know, and I looked down on the ground and it was on the ground and it was a dragonfly the size of a dinner platter. Damn. It was fucking. Holy shit. Prehistoric. <laughs> yeah, looking. that's a dinosaur dragonfly. <laughs> they had those the... things back there were the size of cats. This thing hit me like, pow. I was like, and it was <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> I took it as a sign. Yeah, 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 get the hell out, Dixon. Time to go. <laughs> the dragonfly don't want you around no more. <laughs> well, this was convenient, though, because Friday afternoon, uh, after this jumper jumped and the blood was everywhere, the rain came and washed it all away, but shattered glass from the awning lay yeah. strewn across the sidewalk near rain, 80 rain, Columbus Circle. Rain will do blood, but it will not do glass. Yeah, you got to sweep up the glass, fellas, <laughs> but the blood makes the grass grow. The area was cordoned <laughs> off with a velvet rope. Oh, yes. And people started waiting there to get in. <laughs> That's classy. It says, we're rooms with Central Park views there. They cost more than $1,195 per night. Well. More than that. We don't know how much more. Right. I assume it's $1,196. We're giving you a rush. We'll talk it over. <laughs> why, you, why not give me the amount? I know. Say what it is. More than this. That's all I'm going to say. Police still had not identified the five foot ten, two hundred pound mystery jumper. Staffers told cops they didn't know who he was. Oh, we don't know nothing, man. 
Well, we know it isn't Mr. Chin. Some dude in his pajamas. Uh, yeah, he's too short. <laughs> yeah, he's That's too... right. They, did they have to like put the fucking torso, stick it back on the legs in order to see the height? I know. Yeah, that's a good question. Pat. Or was he? Or was he split in half long ways? Because that would. Be yeah, nice. I know. That's... <laughs> so just... All right, get the measuring tape out. Okay, there we go. <laughs> It says the Ritzy Hotel is located on the top 19 floors of the 55-story Douche Bank. Cent- oh, Deutsche Bank. <laughs> eh, close enough. Center Tower, where celebrities, including uh, somebody named Jay-Z. Mm. Oh, and Tom Brady. And uh, wow. other wealthy A-listers own residences. And it says here, if you're struggling with suicidal thoughts, oh, okay, who cares about that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, you can call one 888 nyc well, uh, you know, and if anybody heard me say that and they went and checked it out and decided to go on living, good. Because this show right here has a higher calling and it is the show that gives you a reason to live. And I've said it. That's and right. I really take that seriously. And so I hope that a, not a lot of deaths have occurred in the last, I don't know, fucking six weeks or whatever the fuck it's been. My apologies if 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 uh, you've not had the same reason to live that you've uh, whatever. I don't I don't want to go too much into the bullshit here. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I am serious now. Yeah, Doug, yeah. That's the last story of the day. This is a well. That story. what a way to end. You know, split in two. Just kind of wonder, is it possible Tom Brady had to step over that? I guess we'll never know. Well, but you know what? He still could have because you know he's he's considering coming back to the NFL, from what I understand. Oh, cool. Believe it or not. Sure. It's like, why well, not? who's next? Brett Favre and Doug Flutie? <laughs> yeah. Gotta They'll go. form their own team. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, but, but so many more stories are so interesting here that we, uh, we'll talk about on the next show. A man, uh, excuse me, a mom beaten to death, two kids fighting for the lives. Jeez. New York City <sighs> hammer attack. Hammers. Now, that's the one I left off the list because, you know, there's been a, 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 an uptick in knife attacks. Yeah. And uh, so and now, there's now plenty of are. other weapons to use. Yeah. You want to see an even distribution between hammers, screwdrivers, knives, you know, all the standard shit. You know, I mean, like there was one guy raped a woman with a screwdriver. I remember oh, that geez. story. And the joke that we came up with or that I because, you know, it was all me. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, like. <laughs> well, it's just a sort lot of, of the, a lot of a lot of these vaginas. You know, they've become, they're so complicated now that a shade tree rapist can't really work on them anymore, you know. <laughs> Took me a while to come up with that. So. Anyway. <laughs> oh, it says NYC has seen more than 3,000 asylum seekers arrive in last week. Oh. So uh, let that correct what I said before. My God, <laughs> I read that wrong. Poor uh, Mayor need- Adams. They'll have him saying Toby soon. By the way, one more thing. One Uh-oh. more thing. I have to do one more because Eric. One I'm, more I'm, thing. I'm so. Uh, wait, one more thing. <laughs> I do have one more thing to play for you because, dude, um, <laughs> nobody's listening anyway. It's fine. <laughs> they stopped listening. Like, We've already yeah. done the suicide prevention nobody's, PSA. They're like, oh, uh, they've they checked it. They well, check. Cannot only worship Gandhi. We must practice well, Gandhi. We need to be Gandhi-like, and we need to continue the steps. Did you hear that? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. This is. We have him. to be Gandhi. This is. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ, man. We need this to, is, well, not Jesus Christ. We got to worship God. Uh, no, 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 but this is what I say sometimes in exasperation. <laughs> uh, this is beyond belief. Uh, listen to this, what he says. You tell me what y'all think. And not only worship Gandhi, we must practice Gandhi. We need to be Gandhi-like, and we need to continue the steps that he started. If we what? don't continue the steps, then the bullet took away the dream and the vision of Gandhi. Dr. King continued those steps. We must continue those steps. So I'm Gandhi-like. I think like Gandhi. I act like Gandhi. I want. To I don't think like so. Gandhi. Gandhi hated black people. Well, yeah. And no matter what we do today, raising the flag today is only a symbol of what this great community has offered, not only to New York. Go, go read the Vedic. Go read your early writings. Go read your early thoughts on science, science. And so the rich science, tradition science. of the Indian community. On science, science? Yeah, the scientific science. Go read your early writings. Go read your early thoughts on science, science. And so the rich to read your early thoughts on science science my early thoughts on science tradition of Go the indian them. community i wanted to be the modern day ramayana and say that we can okay. lead against the forces of evil and take mm. us to the next direction on who we are so i am happy to be here to raise your flag the, the next direction <laughs> look at the lack luster applause here at this oh point. yeah they're just Gandhi. like hurry we up already Gandhi. we need to be Look Gandhi -like. yeah, and we need to continue I mean, the steps this guy that he started there's the we one guy who might be an indian and just like god damn it. the dream and the vision <laughs> and this chick doesn't even stay for the whole thing at some point she just like <laughs> she just like, she just like takes off like fuck this and say that we can leave oh she's gone yeah <laughs> oh, she came back. Yeah, oh, there I mean, she is. Okay. My God, dude. God. Uh, yeah, well, he's so... I am like Gandhi. Why did he... You didn't need to say that. Raise a flag. You don't need to say, I am like Gandhi. All he had to do is talk about his... like his, Gandhi. Right, his peaceful approach to protesting the British. You're bald like Gandhi. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. That's what he's got. But he starts off, we need to worship Gandhi. We don't not only worship him. <laughs> what the fuck? Does, who worships Gandhi? Nobody think worships he, him. Does he? <laughs> we need to not only worship Gandhi. That guy's an idiot. I'm afraid so. Yeah. I don't. I mean, he just is. It's like that yeah, guy yeah. does not speak with a. He's a he's a very adept politician, and you can be stupid and still be that. Well, yeah. yeah. Look, look who's president. And he's not and in any way not he's not in any way interested in anything other than just like no. what's good for me. You could so tell it, you know, because that's why yeah. that's why he can't speak on these things. He's not learning any. It's just like say some bullshit about Gandhi, worship Gandhi, whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> and, he go, and they're well, like, "Wow, we didn't think it'd be that bad." We need to go back and read the early thoughts on science. Science. Read your early thoughts. Yes, mine. Okay. On science. Science. Hey, that always helps when I go back and yeah, read my early thoughts on science. Science. We need to not only worship Gandhi, we need to be like Gandhi. We need to be Gandhi. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's uh, aiming a little high there for uh, just a, a you know <laughs> a, a fucking uh, common slave on the plantation. There ain't it. I mean, you know. Well, it's funny because Gandhi once considered uh, that Indians should allow the ally themselves with uh, Hitler. 
Really? Yeah, at one time. Well, you say they were making an offer saying, look, uh, if you turn against the British, we'll recognize your independence. And they, hey, that's, well, maybe this that's is something to consider. Hmm. <laughs> they seem like they're going to take it anyway. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, well. Uh, well, you know, he was in a tight spot. Come on. Yeah. Got me some slack. What if he was saying the same thing about Hitler? We need to not only worship Hitler, we need to be <laughs> like Hitler. <laughs> Go back and read the early thoughts. <laughs> Your early thoughts about Hitler. <laughs> All right, then, Doug. I will see you next week. Thanks very much, sir. All right. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.